What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, I work, I try, I push, I speak, and I pontificate to help unlock myth and mystery in your everyday life. Today, we're going to be talking about none other than the gospel of Thomas. Gospel of Thomas is one of my absolute favorite texts to read from, um, and it's going to be a great one today. So as we get into this, I uh, hope you guys will ask questions, comments, prayer concerns, anything you have. This is a non-religious podcast, so I'm purely looking at this text, this document, from a spiritual perspective, a spirituality type perspective. So I've titled this appropriately, uh, Paranormal Messages. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Woohoo. Um, yes, indeed. I've titled this The Rapture Was Rescheduled and No One Is Coming to Save You. Annie, how are you doing, my friend? I hope you are doing well. So glad you can join today. Um, so as we get into this, I'm going to be reading again from the Gospel of Thomas um, in verse 91. It says, they said to him, tell us who you are so that we may believe in you. He said to them, you read the face of the sky and of the earth, but you have not recognized the one who is before you, and you do not know how to read this moment. And so a uh, very stark um, warning from him there, very stark uh, message to the people of his time that A, they didn't recognize him, and B, they didn't know how to look at what was directly in front of them. So Greg Oles, how are you doing, my friend? Dragon, uh, Dragon's Guardian of the Crystal Hearts. Cub the Man, thank you, my friend. Tiamat said it is coming. The Grand Solar. Um, I trust her. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure something is coming. Um, and you know, that's why, and I'll be right back. I'm gonna shut the door. Because I got dogs over here that are trying to uh, trying to get in. So um, the grand, uh, yeah, the grand awakening I think is happening. I'm trying not to sneeze, guys. Uh, my apologies. I know it's not pretty for me to do that on a podcast, but I'm really trying not to sneeze in your face. It's been a rough day. I haven't felt very good today, um, and I'm really trying to uh, you know keep it going, keep it going here. So. Uh, Benjamin Luz, how are you doing, my friend? Um, let's go. Absolutely. Uh, am I 30 minutes late? Dang it, Angela. No, I actually didn't think I was going to go live today. I've not been feeling well, uh, but I showed up because I figured there's plenty of people that don't show up. I would rather show up for work and, um, you know, do what I can to uh, bring this message. This is not an easy message today. So we're going to be looking at um, a bunch of rapture verses, uh, why I believe the rapture is a fabrication, uh, why I don't believe anyone is coming to save us, um, and ultimately it's up to us to manifest that kingdom of God that we want and so badly need. And I'm not talking about physically, I'm not talking about cities or anything like that. I'm talking about that every time someone who professes to believe in the gospel or believe in the Bible or whatever, and this is in let me just disclaim this, that I'm going to say some things today that are my authentic beliefs. That is not to step on anyone's toes, but it is going to sound like at points that I am uh, down with the Christian tradition. And that's because I came out of that Christian tradition 
So I have authority to speak on it. Um, I know it well. I've been embedded in it deeply. I even worked within the church for almost seven years. Um, I'm, I've been on the front lines and I know what it looks like, good, bad and ugly in multiple different traditions. Um, and so what I'm talking about today is what I believe is the one of the biggest fabrications that the modern church has put out there. And it's the idea that somehow all the good Christians are going to get raptured up. They're going to fly up in the air, meet Jesus in the clouds. And I don't believe that that's going to happen, guys. I'm going to share with you why I don't believe that's going to happen. I'm going to share with you what I believe Jesus was actually preaching and teaching. So today's message is going to hit really hard on the message of Jesus. Again, non-religious message. Please don't take it that way. I'm not here to build a new religion. I'm not here to change your religion. I'm not here to, to rag on your religion. I'm just here to share uh, my experience um, of going through it myself. So um dragons guardians of the crystal heart says uh oh yeah that's not going to happen like that yeah absolutely my friend hello family shelly says absolutely how are you um uh, not something someone hey cubs sylvia says how are you doing um so yeah this is going to be an interesting one today and i want your honest thoughts and opinions with respect and love in the comments that's the one thing i require if you're a jerk you gotta go okay uh, you're welcome to be here as long as you're nice, as long as you're kind. You don't have to agree with me. In fact, you can challenge what I believe. That's fine. I have no issue with that. Um, but just be nice. Let's have a good, authentic conversation between intelligent adults. And we can do that. And we can uh, prove that social media is a great place to be, that people of all different walks of life and uh, mindsets can come together. So um, Dragon Hearts of the Guardian of the Crystal Hearts. Uh, I love your name, by the way. Dragon Guard, Dragon's Guardian of the Crystal Hearts. Um, love your name on YouTube there. So uh, do I feel it's my own personal rapture carrying your own cross? So um, I don't even look at it as carrying uh, my own cross. Kenny says rapture isn't true. I definitely believe with that. Only love and light allowed here. Shelly says absolutely. Um, so with that said... Uh, Mark Andre, no worries, brother. I totally understand that. I often get read that way as well. So don't worry. I will, uh, I will take it in a positive manner. So comment away. Um, so with that said, uh, the rapture for me happened in 2020. Um, I had my moment of, of really giving myself over to a higher power. Um, thank you, Ashley. What's up? Dream start Oracle over on TikTok. Uh, Angela says the rapture is a control tactic. I, I completely agree with that. So, uh, Mark one love. Absolutely. Um, for myself, I believe I was raptured in 2020. The reason is, um, I shifted into a brand new reality. Uh, for me, that's what rapture is. Uh, there's another brand of rapture that I do fully believe is going on. Godwin, sorry, brother. Um, uh, I can't take, um, any guests on the show cause I'm on four different devices here. So there's no way to bring you on all of them um, for the, the quality of the show for everybody. Um, but I'm happy to take your question if you got something relevant. And if you'd like to collaborate, please hit me up. Looking for collaborators all the time. Um, so when I was raptured in 2020, it was, I was, I gave everything up. I was just willing to give everything up. And it wasn't like I made a decision at that time and signed my life away except it actually was. I did a literal magic spell unbeknownst to me 
in my garage. I lived out in the country in the house that I sorely miss. Um, ready to move back to the country personally. Um, but I don't believe it was the house that was the best fit for my destiny, if that makes sense. So I'm glad, you know, that my life has shifted. Um, and ultimately I'm in charge of shifting it back into the place, um, I need to. Annie says, I like garages. Yes, you do. My friend. Absolutely. And I really miss your live streams. If you ever want to live stream again, you're totally welcome to, uh, love to, uh, to hear what's going on with you, my friend. So, um, but with that said, you know, I kind of put it all out there. Like, all right, I don't really, um, I don't really know about this life I've built. I don't really know about all these belief systems I've built. In fact, I was questioning so many of them and all I was getting is pushback from the powers that be around me. Um, and it just really pushed me into a corner of, you know what, if I'm going to get pushback anyway, if I'm going to get told literally Jesus is not Buddha, um, and, and I need to have straight theology, you know, um, then that's a problem for me. And so that really pushed me into a corner of, you know what, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look wherever I want to find truth. And I made that agreement with God, uh, the universe. In fact, at that time, I said, I don't care if you're God, I don't care if you're man, woman, I don't care if you're a metaphysical substance, I don't care if you're a flying spaghetti monster, I just want the truth. And I want to know who you actually are, what the heck I'm doing here. And I want to start my life's work. And I'm willing to give all of this up, start over um and ultimately if it'll lead me into the abundance and into the truth and into the peace and the knowing and i'm tired of struggling i'm tired of you know if i'm going to struggle i'd rather it be for something meaningful than this thing that i don't see that it's helping anyone if that makes sense so jay vargas says i love your videos you have the answer to so many of the questions so many of my questions in your videos thank you brother thank you jay vargas appreciate you my brother thank you for being here and thank you for the comment those really keep me going. I appreciate that. Um, Ashley says, I'll share with the community soon, but uh, here, but just finished a documentary for a second time that I think ties into what really happened in 2020. It's going to get weird. Ooh, ooh, let's do it, Ashley. Let's do it. I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, and if you don't have audio on TikTok, just reset the app. Go over to my profile again. It should be good. Um, TikTok glitches out sometimes. My apologies. So. Um, so for me, I had my rapture, like that was the moment when I really gave my life for truth. And I was like, I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's in a particular religion. I don't care if every religion is the deception and it's completely outside of that. And I have to blaze my own trail, which is essentially the path I'm on now. Um, uh, that's why I don't claim any religion. I, I respect all religions, but I see that they all have a small piece of the puzzle and we've got to put them all together to see a bigger picture. So, uh, this video today comes in light of, you know, we've got the Revelation 12 signs going on. We've got, uh, I don't know, I messaged Ashley earlier. I think she responded to me, but I haven't read it yet um, about this um, green comet that's going to be coming out of like the virgin in the sky, the birth of the child uh, that we're going to be seeing purportedly. Um, I don't know a whole lot about all the astrology stuff behind that. But it's very interesting. Um, but here's here's my deal. I've been seeing signs, huge signs, my whole life. And I think that we're always in the end time. I think the rapture is always now. I think you're always one moment away from your own rapture, your own shift into a brand new dimension. 
your own shift into Christ consciousness. And I get a lot of heat for talking about Christ consciousness, ultimately, because, yeah, I really believe in it, but it's not the blood of Christ doctrine that everybody's been raised with. And so that's very threatening to a lot of people that hang their hat, their peace and their safety on this idea that they've been sold. And I do want to talk about that because there's a very big benefit to creating your image of Jesus and clinging to that and interacting with that image. It's called a tulpa. Um, you're basically creating a spirit animal out of a person that you are giving uh, characteristics to based on what you've heard in church, Sunday school, what you've read in the Bible or what movies and television or your own psyche has made up about this entity. Um, a lot of people have even experienced Jesus or Yeshua or whatever. They all differ in their imagery. They all differ in the message. They all differ uh, because they are manifestations of the inner psyche. They are what we call a tulpa. We're manifesting and creating our own Christ, our own image of Christ. That's why we're so powerful, right? It's why the God in the Old Testament didn't want you to worship any idols or images besides him because he knew they would become real and they would become a threat. And I, and I believe that. So this is where we go down the rabbit hole today. If you've ever wanted to join some of my rabbit hole teachings, this is today. Um, if you want to join even deeper into my teachings, I'll share with you about our academy here in a little bit. But this is going to be rabbit hole today. So take it, take it with a grain of salt. If you vibe with it, go deep with me. If you don't, question me. Look it up for yourself. Think about it. Um, and let's go. So Angela says, I love how you put your awakening as your rapture. Seeing mine that way makes it even better. Absolutely, my friend. Shelly says, yes, with a big rainbow. Yes, I love it. Um, oh, awesome. Ashley says, when you read my response, you'll laugh because it's the exact topic today. And I'm not, uh, and I'm in agreement with you. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Synchronicities, I'm telling you. I actually got really fired up early. I was feeling like crap today. And I was like, screw this. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let this stop me from my mission. From the reason, like I have this schedule now, and I'm making progress with my content. Like I'm not gonna jump off of it because I got a little tummy ache. Like you know, get over it, baby cub. Um, and I'm telling you, I was feeling really, really wrecked earlier. Like even all night, like my stomach's killing me, and and I don't know why. Like I've been eating good food and lots of water, and I don't know what the deal is. So, um, but. You know, it's very heavy atmosphere here. It feels like something's coming. It feels like September 23rd is going to be a big shift for real. I don't know what's coming. And it may be nothing, by the way. You may not even perceive anything with these eyes, but everything may feel different completely. And he says, well, crap, absolutely. Um, yeah, not that, thank God. But, you know, just ugh, like, you know, like I ate. I don't know, like I went to a buffet and didn't go to a buffet kind of thing. So anyway, y'all don't want to hear about that. But what you do want to hear about is we're going to jump back into Gospel of Thomas here. Let me read this again. They said to him, tell us who you are so that we may believe in you. How many people do you know within churchianity, within religiosity that are asking that over and over? Jesus is this. No, Jesus is that. No, this is in Jesus. No, the truth is Jesus. No, the resurrection is Jesus. No, the life is Jesus salvation is Jesus, blah, 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 blah. And I get so tired of it, guys, because I grew up in that. That's why I can talk about it. And I'm not ragging on anybody. I'm ragging on myself, ragging on myself 
for how I grew up and what I was believing into. And I never really vibed with it. And if I'm going to be really honest, that prayer in my garage was little me, little cub, uh, cub as a child going, what are you doing, man? You know, this is belief systems, BS belief systems. Uh, Benny says yesterday was New Year's Day. Um, probably in some culture it was. I honestly don't know. Becca, what is up? Becca says, whoop, whoop. Uh, Benny says, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's to you too, my friend. Uh, Greg says, my wake up happened uh, making my documentary when I witnessed otherworldly things during filming. Then I knew that we were not told the truth. Greg, I didn't know you made a documentary. And if it's paranormal, we need to talk. Maybe you can come on the show, my brother. Uh, hit me up. Shoot me a DM, man. Love to talk more. Um, so Gospel of Thomas, who are you so that we may believe in you? He said to them, you read the sky and the earth, the face of the sky and of the earth. He's talking about reading the signs. But you don't recognize the one who is before you. And you do not know how to read this moment. How do I recognize this? How do, how do I... Uh, Annie says, I think I'm home. I hope you're home, my friend. Welcome. We love you, sister. Uh, love everybody in the chat today. Everybody that's going to watch this in the future. Everybody that argues with me. Everybody that agrees with me. Much love to you. All of our family here. Um, what I really want to say about this is I don't think he was saying to them, you don't recognize me. I'm Jesus, you know, like I'm the savior. You don't understand. I think he was saying, you don't recognize the one in front of you, the one. Like we are one being, we are one body. We are one Christ. We are one child of God, like literally. Not like, oh, you plus me plus they plus the equals we. No, it's like we are literally the same. Because we're such a massive, super massive cosmic entity, an energetic light body entity that we've been broken into these tiny little three-dimensional parts. And we perceive suffering, we perceive pain, we perceive all these experiences within this three-dimensional realm. Yet we do not recognize the one in front of us as us. And he, then he goes on to say, and you do not know how to read this moment. Again, Verse 91 or Logion 91 in the Gospel of Thomas. You can read it at gnosis.org. I'm not affiliated with them. They have a ton of the Gnostic Gospels on that website. Big fan of it. Uh, Various says, when was the rapture supposed to be? I don't know. Ask a Christian, right? That, that Everybody will tell you something different. It, it's always tomorrow, right? It's always It's always soon. It's always soon. In the 90s, it was coming, guys. I mean, I didn't think I would make it off the soccer field playing peewee soccer before I got raptured. And my poor friends were going to get left behind. And can I tell you the psychological trauma that causes a child, guys? It's absolutely unreal the amount of trauma that causes a child. When you think that every moment is your last and you can't even live in the moment and enjoy your darn life, I mean, it, it blows my mind that people program kids that way and that I was programmed that way. Uh, CW says it was so traumatic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Winchester I am says, yes, it is so many different looks, uh, but to show so many sides to ourselves. Yes, exactly. We're all archetypes. You meet a doctor, you meet a lawyer, uh, you meet a surfer. They're all archetypes of somebody you could be like, right? Um, you're getting to experience everything, good and evil, okay? Even the most evil people in history were still us. It was still the one. And what is the point of all of this? It's so we can finally resonate our frequency as one back to a higher frequency, back to our true self, and win the game of good and evil within the self, okay? I just revealed to you right there the whole point of the gospel, the Bible, all the esoteric spiritual teachings, and you're not going to be told that in Sunday school. Truth train, absolutely, Shelly, absolutely. Truth train, whoop, whoop, get on board. Um, I got to use that train. I mean, if it's going to go by and blow its horn every day, I might as well use it, right? Um, so this is where we're going down the rabbit hole because we're all looking or we have been looking for a physical kingdom, right? Um, and I'm going to jump over to verse 13 in the Gospel of Thomas. Jesus said to his disciples, compare me to someone and tell me whom I am like. Look at this test here. I love this. Compare me to someone and tell me whom I am like. Simon Peter said to them, you are like a righteous angel. Matthew said to him, you are like a wise philosopher. Thomas said to him, master, my mouth is wholly incapable of saying whom you are like. Jesus said, I am not your master because you have drunk and become intoxicated from the bubbling spring, which I am measured out of. Think about that, guys. Think about that. Jesus said, uh, or excuse me, and it took, uh, and he took him and withdrew and told him three things. When Thomas returned to his companions, they asked him, what did Jesus say to you? Thomas said to them, if I tell you one of the things which he told me, you would pick up stones and throw them at me and fire would come out of those stones and burn you up. Wow. Wow. What does this mean? By the way, if you want an easy copy and paste solution to understand what I'm talking about today, I always put it in the description, guys. The description has a ton of data in there for you. I'm trying to lay things out in more of a study format here. Um, and so you've got introduction, then I put the full verse, key lessons from it practical application, conclusion. Um, so you guys have literally a lesson laid out there. If you want to use this in your own Bible study, you can take it to church, whatever you want to do. Uh, you're welcome to use that material. I, I put that there for everyone's benefit for free. Okay. All you got to do is go copy and paste it. Um, it's right there in the middle, right above the X before you get to all of kind of the call sign stuff in the description. So you guys are welcome to use that. Um, cross-reference it, think about, uh, take notes on it. What I think Jesus is saying here is that you're going to condemn yourself. Like, I think Thomas is telling them that if you knew who I was, if, if I told you even one of the things that he said, that these stones would condemn you. Like, you throw them at me and they're literally going to burn you up because you're just throwing stones at yourself. Like, you're going to break the matrix. That's my weird interpretation, by the way. That's my weird interpretation. 
So um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, what you guys think. Leave me a comment. Let me know. Um, I may bring it up on the screen um, if it's a good uh, good angle to explore. So uh, Egyptian God of Horus and the Eye of Jesus the Sun. Yeah, absolutely. It all connects, by the way. Uh, Father 48 says God rescheduled the rapture. Uh, no, they keep re rescheduling it. And one of the things that I think is going to happen with this, I'm going to read some rapture verses here, and then we're going to cross-reference those verses uh, with one of my favorite verses um, from the Gospel of Thomas. It's going to be verse 3. But right now I want to go read um, a couple of the rapture verses here just to get us to think about what this looks like. 1 Thessalonians 4, 17, Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. So we will always be with the Lord. So let's look at what that actually means. We're going to take it over to Bible Hub, plug it into Bible Hub, and we're going to get the raw data from it and click on Greek. Uh, in fact, I'm going to pop this up for you guys. Share this tab just so you guys can read along with me. I am not affiliated with Bible Hub, and I'm sure they don't agree with what I'm talking about. So I don't want to give anyone the impression that I am affiliated with them. So, um, But we go here, plug in the verse to Bible Hub. Um, I just love it as a great study tool, and I think that you know everyone's entitled to their opinion. So go to the Greek here after that. We who are alive... Coming from Zontes, Strong's 2198, to live, to be alive, to live. Let's look what that really looks like. To live, I live, am alive. Together with them, uh, be caught up in the clouds, clouds, nephalases, a cloud, cloudiness. Let's look at Strong's. 3507 um, literally is a cloud or clouds. So this is this is like a very literal um, interpretation. Um, I mean, it really sounds like, um, and then we're going to meet the Lord. Okay, the clouds to meet the Lord. Kyrio, Lord, Master, Sir. So Lord, this is referring to Jesus here. Lord, Jesus, just like Lord Enki, Lord Enlil. Lord Marduk. We've talked about all the different lords in the Anunnaki mythology. Lord, Master, Sir. So this is where Jesus, if you're going to believe on this, Jesus has to be an extraterrestrial, right? Um, something weird's going on here because there's many, many other prophecies of different gods coming and collecting their people, right? Uh, in some sort of end time type prophetic um, experience. So this is where it gets really, really weird. And like, why do I bring that up? Why do I show that? Because um, we have to understand what a lot of people are taught. They're taught that you're literally going to fly up and meet JC in the clouds. Uh, you're going to have a big old rapture party, right? Um, there's movies made about this, showing people that are actually left behind and how awful it is. Um, and then if we look at... Uh, let's see. First Thessalonians 4 16 for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command with the voice of an archangel and the sound of a, the trumpet of God. 
and the unalived in Christ will rise first. So the unalive will be risen. Uh, so now we have zombies mixed in there, right? Um, and I'm, I'm saying this not to be facetious, but I want you guys to think about what the implications of this really are and ask yourself, A, what's going on here? And B, should I believe this? So number one is I want you to look up who wrote First Thessalonians. So first off, it was written by Paul. This is one of the few documents in the Bible that people actually agree that Paul literally wrote. He's also trying to prove a big point in it um, on like, you know, how grace filled he is. Um, Cause apparently there were accusations about how he was trying to flatter people and kind of, you know, butter people up um, or get favors, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. Right. I personally am not a big fan of Paul. I've said that over and over and over. I don't really trust the writings of Paul and I don't trust, of course, we know from Bob Peck being on the show, uh, the things like Titus and Timothy, the TIs are all pseudepigrapha. They're written under Paul's name, but it wasn't Paul, right? Um, this first Thessalonians was most likely Paul. However, again, I still don't trust it because you have this guy who has an experience on a road to Damascus sees a vision of Jesus or actually Jesus or some entity and all of a sudden converts. And now without any witnesses, he is the new voice of command over the Christian tradition. Think about that. Every church you go into, especially evangelical churches here in the West, are going to be built on a lot of the dogma within Pauline doctrine. It's called Pauline doctrine. A lot of what we know about Jesus comes from Pauline doctrine. And I say what we know because we assume we know it, but Jesus didn't actually say it about himself. It's other people's opinions. It's what Paul said or what someone else under Paul's name said about Jesus. So that's what I really want to remind everyone. You have to question this. I'm not telling you what to believe, but you have to question it and dig deeper into it, do some research and understand what you believe and why you believe it. Ashley says, my belief is uh, that most people are missing the fact that the elites have deep astrological knowledge. And if they were to plan or manufacture something, they would do so according to the stars and numerology as they always have. Absolutely. And remember the old gods, the Anunnaki gods, a lot of them were not very stand up. Very small faction of them decided we want to save humanity and we'll be lords over that humanity and maybe we'll continue to send avatars or genetic incarnations of our faction to help remind people who they really are. And that's where I believe Jesus comes from. If he's extraterrestrial, if he is a man who woke up and realized he was God, then I believe his genetics, his DNA was activated on the spot, just like you or I can do right now. Ascension is activation. Um, when you finally ascend your consciousness to Christ, you get activated. And that's what I'm talking about as a rapture here, guys. We all have to get activated. Now is the time. Uh, I want to talk about how to do that here in a little bit. I'm going to take some more questions. Uh, but real quick, I want to segue. If you love what I'm talking about, um, you're, you're like, man, this guy is insane. Or you're like, oh, this guy is incredible. I got to know more. Please consider joining as a Charisma Insider. If you like what I'm talking about and you like how I break it down piece by piece, you're going to love our Charisma Insider community. You're going to get access with that to our private community, our virtual meetups every Saturday morning, uh, which is on a Zoom-style call. 
I have a secret YouTube style channel built into our community in our private community hub over there. I'm also going to get access to my Mystery Academy, which includes a preloaded over 500 video lessons that await you, as well as regular updates to the Academy. You're going to learn all manner of things in there from mystic spirituality, uh, ascension protocols, things like magic, uh, teaching my versions of all these things, esoteric teachings, mythologies, and ultimately mystical powers based on the teachings of Jesus. And it's my version of a mystery school. It's my mystery academy. And um, you guys are going to get access to all of that. This is literally only 27 bucks a month. Um, you guys go check it out. All you have to do is click that little tab at the bottom there. Boom, it's going to pop up. You get a beautiful pop up there. You can pay with your card with Google Pay, with Apple Pay, with PayPal, whatever you have linked up will pop up here. It's easy peasy. It's an easy monthly payment, and you can cancel anytime, no questions asked. Uh, I'm always here to serve you. If you want to see everything that it comes with, click the drop-down menu. You can look at the whole slew of perks it comes with. And if that's too much for you or you want to dip your toe in, you can actually start for as low as 7 bucks a month with our Mythos membership. This is our most popular one. This one does not include the Academy, but it does include the community, the virtual meetups, and the secret channel, which I'm adding videos to every day. So that's also a great option. You can scan this QR code at any time. I'm going to pull it up and leave it on the screen for you guys. Scan the QR code at any time and uh, would absolutely love to welcome you over there today. We've had a lot of people join in this last week and uh, love for you to jump over there. Uh, there's no reason to wait because you might as well join into an awesome community. You might as well get access to my private videos. You might as well go deeper with me and you might as well learn more um, and get to know me and the community. Again, I'm not here to be your guru or tell you what to do, but we can certainly have better conversations face to face on our Saturday calls, going through the academy together, going through the private videos in there and ultimately in an off social media hub that just makes it so much better to communicate without all the distractions. So that's why I built it. I love your support and I appreciate it. That's why I made it so affordable for everybody to be able to join no matter what your situation is like. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. So we read a couple of verses about rapture. Um, you got some stuff in Revelations here because they have kept my word about patient endurance. I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming in the whole world. Those who try to dwell on the earth. Um, so, you know, you have a lot of this, what I'm going to call escapism. And I think Paul is planting seeds here and ultimately they are not the seeds. And a lot of what's in the Bible, I do not believe are the seeds of what Jesus himself was planting. I believe he was planting a kingdom of God that is esoteric. Esoteric means hidden within. And I'm going to show you exactly what that means here with the gospel of Thomas. And then I'm going to pull up um, another verse here, and I'm going to type in kingdom on open Bible. I'll show you guys exactly how I do this. Uh, so Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added uh, to you. Um, and then let's see. Da, 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 da. Got a lot of stuff on the kingdom in Romans. Remember Romans, Pauline theology, Corinthians, Pauline theology. So we got to keep looking here. Um, 
Matthew 10, 7 through 8, proclaim as you go, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons you receive without pain, give without pay. Okay, that's why I show up here every day, guys. I give without pay every day. I do get paid and I do have a job. They got paid too, but I show up and give freely. I don't hold back from anybody, okay? I don't have special blessings over there where I impart something on you. It's just a way you can support what I'm doing and get more perks. So before people start throwing that shade down, uh, just understand what I'm actually doing here. This is really important to understand because they are literally, Jesus is telling them, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, meaning it's here now, okay? Not it's coming, but it is here now. John 18, 36, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered uh, over to them, but my kingdom is not of this world. Um, Luke 17, 20 through 21, and I'm starting with a canonical scripture. What is a canonical scripture? It's one that's already in the Bible. Um, you don't have to read any apocryphal texts, meaning outside of the Bible. You can just look at what's actually in the Bible and gather this data for yourself. And then I'm going to read the Gospel of Thomas version of this. Luke 17, 20 through 21. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, the kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed. Nor will they say, look, here it is, or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is the midst of you. Now, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at Luke 17, 20, and we're going to go to the literal translation here. And there's a big reason I use that one. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So Luke 17, 20 through 21. I just want to show you guys what this looks like. So let me bring up, I'm just going to share my tab here. Um, even though I have to change all of the aspect ratios so you guys can see it. Okay, so here it is, Young's Literal Translation. Let's look at the King James, and I'm going to take the advertisement off the screen right now so I can preach for a second here, and you guys can see what I'm doing. Okay, so this is what I teach all day, every day. It's what I teach in my community. It's what I teach myself. It's what I teach friends and family. So we're going to go here and we're going to look at King James Version. This is what most people are reading from. Even if you're reading other newer translations, most of it's being interpreted very similar to King James. So uh, kingdom of God is within you. Okay. However, let's go to my favorite version before I started this. Da, 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 da. Where is it? Oh, it's back in the seas. Christian Standard Bible here. Kingdom of God is in your midst. Oh, or within you. Why do all of these other translations say kingdom of God is in your midst? Kingdom of God is near you. Like, why did we have, why do we change the literal meaning of what the text actually says? Again, Young's literal translation is always a great place to go just to get more data. And then I'm going to plug Luke 17. 21 into Bible Hub real quick, and then we're going to jump over there and look at what 
what it actually means in the Greek. There we go. Okay, you guys can see that. See how I do my research here? This is how I come to these understandings. Guys, and I'm sorry on TikTok. Um, if you don't, if you can't see my screen over here, my apologies. I wish I could plug TikTok in, but they have it locked down as far as how you stream on TikTok. Uh, you can jump over to my Facebook or my YouTube and watch this at any time. I'm live right now if you want to click over there. Or you can watch the restream and get um, get all of the, the slides and everything I'm showing here. So uh, normal people say, look, here it is, or there it is, for you see the kingdom, which is Basalia. And remember, I've talked about Basalia. It doesn't mean what you think it means. It means kingship, sovereignty, or authority and rule. So the kingdom is not a place already, what he's talking about. He's talking about your sovereignty, your authority. The authority of the kingdom of God is already, where is it? In your midst. Let's look at what that looks like here. Strong 1787, within, inside, the inside. Now remember, our Americanized versions, when you say within your midst, we look, we think of that as like around us, right? No, 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 no. That literally, the word midst there in that translation is within you, okay? So he's telling them it does not come with visible signs. In fact, you're the only one that's going to notice it. And I'm telling you guys, the kingdom of God has already come upon me and many other people. People. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm the smartest duck in the room. I'm not here to tell you that I'm a prophet. I'm not here to tell you anything like that. What I'm here to tell you is that you have to wake up to your own kingdom of God. You have to wake up to your own rapture, your own experience of that kingdom of God. I can't do it for you. I can't point it out. That's why I said the rapture was rescheduled. Because if you're looking for a physical sign in the air, you're going to miss out, guys. Yeah, there's signs all the time. And it's always been happening. Every generation that's ever been on this earth has had reminders. And these prophecies are cyclical. And they are always fulfilled in every age and every generation. I fully believe that. And I think that if we would actually stop and look within ourselves, then that rapture you've been waiting on, that would happen within you. You would have your rapture moment. You would be caught up to that consciousness. Helen says, done. Thank you, my friend. Amen. Helen put 100%. Um, yes, 100% uh, love, fire, me, um, a check mark, the I, DNA, and prayer. Yes, activate, Helen. I love it. Beautiful. Um, see, I read emojis. That's like our own language here. Um, yeah, absolutely. Tara edits. Let me, let me bring that up. Great, great point. Uh, the rapture was added. Uh, there's this whole theory and you can go look it up that it was added by John Darby. Um, I'm not going to look that up today. I don't know all the points about that. I've heard that many different times. There's so much has been added to the Bible. It doesn't surprise me The the red flags for me are the fact that Jesus didn't say it right. Uh, this is not coming out of his doctrine. It's not coming out of his uh, belief systems that he was teaching. Now, before we jump off, guys, I owe it to everybody to read verse 3 from the Gospel of Thomas here. Now, this is considered an apocryphal text. This is found in Nag Hammadi in 1945. 
just outside of Cairo, Egypt, in a little desert called Nag Hammadi, little desert town. Um, and this collection was found in, uh, you know, buried in jars of clay, right? A uh, bunch of papyrus uh, that was unearthed, lots of fragments kind of re-pieced together. Um, the estimate on the writing of the Gospel of Thomas is somewhere around 60 AD from the research I've done. Uh, Dreamstar Oracle says, man, don't get us started on Darby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I consider Gospel of Thomas as well as many other people do, including uh, Bob Peck talked about it on the show a while back. Um, I think it's some of the most authentic scripture from Jesus himself, from Yeshua himself, whatever you want to call him, uh, or Isa. Um, it's beautiful. It's transcendent. It doesn't require doctrine or dogma. And I want to share a quote that I heard yesterday on the show, 1883, with the indigenous, the Native Americans. Um, one of my favorite Native American actors was actually on the show. At the very last episode, I won't tell you what happens, but he had a quote. And um, one of the, the main characters uh, said to him, well, we, would, we didn't want to bury your people because I don't know what rules your God has. And he looked at him and he said, my God has no rules only rituals for experiencing him um and guys that that's come on that's what i love about gospel of thomas somewhere estimated written around 60 a.d so we're talking uh very close to the time of christ some of these other gospels their estimates are three some people even say 400 years after the time of jesus you can go look that up Every scholar is going to have their own opinion on that. I wasn't there, so I can't tell you what's true. I can just tell you what the consensus is. Um, so for me, Gospel of Thomas is good enough. It's good enough for me to go, the truth train for confirmation there. It's good enough for me to go, this, this is authentic, and I need to pay attention to this. And here's what it did for me. The first time I listened to it, I was driving through New Mexico with my wife, and I put it on. It was actually uh, up in Red River area. Uh, driving through Cuesta Valley out there. And it's just beautiful out there. And I, I heard these words and I was coming down a hill, looking down into the valley, coming out of the mountains. And I heard the scripture that I'm about to share with you. And it was one of the first ones in the whole, the whole book. And I, I did the audio book on it. And I went, this is it. This is Jesus. This is my Jesus. This, this is, this is the truth. Like I, I knew my soul screamed out and was like, this is true. I don't know. I can't explain it. You know, and maybe it'll have that effect on you. Highly recommend the audiobook. book. Uh, uh, Jean-Philippe Leloup is my favorite translator on that. My favorite audiobook on that. Um, if anybody wants to know that. So such a great show. Angela says, I greatly respect and love the Native American connection to source. Me too. Me too. And that line will live with me forever. I wrote it down in my journal last night to really take into my heart and alchemize. So I'm going to share this with you and then I'm going to jump off today. Um, and I hope this affects you guys. I hope it hits your heart just like it did me. So Gospel of Thomas, verse three. Jesus said, if those that lead you say to you, see the kingdom is in the sky then the birds of the sky will precede you. If they say to you, it is in the sea, 
then the fish will precede you. Rather, the kingdom is inside you and it is outside of you. When you come to know yourselves, then you will become known and you will realize that it is you who are the sons of the living father. But if you will not know yourselves, you dwell in poverty and it is you who are that poverty. And I'm going to drop that in the comments just so you guys have it. Don't sleep on this scripture, guys. This may be one of the most important scriptures I've ever read because it reminds us who we are, why we're here, why we need to know ourselves, what our true identity is, and ultimately what we're really looking for. And it is a metaphysical quantum kingdom of God. It is unseen and uncreated, ready for you to create into it. You have the ultimate substratum, literal quantum realms of magic at your disposal with your thoughts, your emotions, your ideas, your actions. And if you wield them with authority and you understand what your birthright is, you understand what your sovereignty is, this changes the game, guys. And your game will change today. And your rapture will happen. But you have to be open to it. You have to be willing to put everything else out on the table to find the truth, to find the kingdom of God. This is not a religious message at all. I don't care what tradition you are. We've got people in our community that are all over the place. We have witches. We have Buddhists. We have Hindu. We have universalists. That's me. I'm a universal Christ consciousness hippie, whatever you want to call me. And I hope you guys understand the implications of what this scripture means to our everyday lives. Guys, I love you. Thank you so much. We had some great, great conversations today, and I saw some great ones going on that I didn't even get to. I love you guys. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Winchester. Uh, thank you, Fighting Rooster. Thank you, um, Dreamstar Oracle. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, thank you, Alexander. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Stephen Schwartz. Um, yeah, Stephen says, if you want to go deeper, join the tribe. Love it. Absolutely. You can scan the QR code right here. Join the tribe. Don't miss out, guys. I'm telling you, you, you that's $7 a month. Won't go further for you. Um, you can barely buy a cup of coffee for that. But with everything I'm pushing into our community and the content and the meetups, I'm telling you, our tribe swears by this. Our community swears by the insider memberships, the mythos and charisma. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason our retention rate is way beyond what other creators are experiencing. I have people ask me all the time, how do you keep people so long? How do you do it for the price you do? Um, I've got people that think I should be charging 10 times that, and I probably should. But I put it at this price because I have so many people reach out to me on a regular basis to say, I want to support you and I want to know more. I want to get to know you better and I want to really uh, join a co-mentor community and really learn deeper. That's why I made this, guys. I didn't make it so you can just look at more of me. I made it so I can connect people. My number one job is to create content and every penny of this that doesn't go to fees and taxes and all that fun stuff goes to support my 
worked as a content creator. And my secondary job is a community builder. I'm here to build community and connect people so they can find the answers they're looking for. And if you vibe with that, you're a perfect fit for our community. I'll welcome you over there today. And I'd love to see you on our call Saturday. Thank you guys so much. The website is www.cubcooker.com. You can find it over in my profile. Click my profile picture wherever you're watching. It's going to take you over to my bio or my about section. That's where my official website's going to be. It's my username, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R with a .com after it. I love you guys. You all have a beautiful, wonderful, awesome day. God bless you. Let's reschedule that rapture. Make yours today. Find the kingdom of God within you. I love you guys. Peace.